another episode of Vivo's Balls, a podcast where two avid Longhorn fans talk about UT sports from football to baseball and everything in between. I'm your host, Thomas, and I was, as always, joining me is James. How are you doing this evening, James? What's up, Tommy? Man, I'm doing good, man. Enjoying this long weekend, um, kind of the extra day to recover from the hangover from Saturday. Um, yeah, doing good, man. Week one in the books. We did what we needed to do, and, you know, now we have Alabama to look forward to, but I'm sure we'll get to that, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, yeah, you know, week one is definitely in the books. It was a good weekend, good weekend of college football. I know our, our game was late, so I got to watch um, some other, I, you know, some other games. Uh, like my dad was in town. We always usually watch the first game together. Um, but it was a good time. Definitely needed and much needed three day weekend, so we only have to work four days going into next weekend. So. Yep. Uh, I wish we probably be smart to take Monday off of next weekend too, just because you never know how long this hangover is going to last if things go our way. Oh um, yeah, and we got a big UFC fight next weekend Saturday yeah. night, so yeah, that could be a very long one depending on how it goes. Either way, it's going to be a long one if we. And, yeah, and then you have, you have definitely have opening NFL football too, so oh. you got all the fantasy people getting their readies and all these Cowboys fans and whoever people watch so reminds me to call and to make sure i got my sunday ticket set up <laughs> yeah so uh yeah like so week one was it's a pretty fun week i uh, we had some good games um i got to see you know we watched the uh unc appalachia state game that game was crazy like app state came out up 21 to 7 then unc took the lead and then i was like okay well, i'll stop watching that game switch over to someone something different then I turned it back, and App State is closing back in, scored like six touchdowns in the fourth quarter. 40 Pat, points. Yeah. Retarded. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, so it's just – and, then you know, you have um, UNC – like App State comes down, gets a touchdown, goes for two – Goes for two and doesn't get it, and he's like, oh, okay, the game's over. The game's over. Now they kicked an extra point, or I mean, they kicked it onside. The North Carolina guy gets it and returns it for a touchdown. The announcers, these announcers these days that they got calling these games are, are kind of dumb because they're they're like, oh, this game's over. This game's over. No, not really. Um <laughs> It's still eight points. Appalachian State has 30 seconds to go down. And plus, they got a, a personal foul. So, UNC had to back up a kickoff from the 20 now. And then, you know, UNC runs right down or App State runs right down and gets a touchdown and goes and has a chance to tie it up at the end again. It's just crazy game. Crazy, crazy game. Yeah, you can't ever count. After that uh, Texas Tech, you know, game we had a couple years ago, we scored like you know, what was it, 15 points and however, you know, short a time it was. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't ever count anyone out, especially with these offenses. And, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that game was crazy. There was some really, really, really amazing finishes to college football. It's going to be kind of hard to, you know, top that up every single week going forward. But I'm sure, you know, looking back, we will. Yeah, um, yeah and then, uh, 
you know, that North Carolina State ECU game. You know, I've, I see people say North Carolina State's the going to win the ACC and, you know, get into the playoffs. They almost lost that in the first week by by the ECU kicker missing a kick at the very, very end. He missed the extra point and the field goal to win that game. Yep. Yeah, I watched that one. I, I didn't watch the whole game, but our group message was going off. Like, hey, I tuned in. I was in the gym, and, yeah, you're just in time to see it missed that field goal, man. And I, I feel bad for those kids, dude. Like, yeah. But at the same time, I don't feel bad because I remember how shitty ECU was when we played them in the Super Regional and how crazy, you know, those fans were. So, you know, yeah, I feel bad, but not that bad for them. Yeah, I feel bad for the kicker, not necessarily the fans. Yeah, 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 yeah same. Um, yeah, and then, uh, you know, last night's game, LSU-FSU oh. was just ridiculous as well. You had fumble after fumble after, and then you had a block kick, and then you have two kids now transferring out. It seems like, mm-hmm. so yeah, just, players getting to their fans, and yeah, that place was that was that game was nuts, man. And I was, you know, I've never been a Brian Kelly fan, and mm-hmm. I have a bunch of friends that are LSU fans. I got nothing against LSU. They just those fans are very shitty towards us being Texas fans, so. Whatever, especially all the shit they're talking with Alabama coming to town. It's like, yeah, no, you, you watch your own games, worry about your own games, and I don't worry about us. Yeah, and yeah, I forgot about, I even forgot, you know, Florida beat number seven Utah. So, you know, Florida yeah. has a number. Oh, probably the best pump fake since Vince Young against Oklahoma State. Yeah, that that play was insane. Yeah, that, that, yeah, shout out to our friend Travis. Um, Florida fan. It was his birthday, so that was his birthday gift. Yeah, they got another, they got another number fifteen out there running around doing stuff. So they could be dangerous. So it's you know, I, mean, I think uh, Cedric Baxter was there that weekend too, or this weekend. Yeah, yeah he so was. Hopefully, he's still pretty much committed. But you know, hey, I if I was a kid and I'm committed and they still want me to come visit, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna turn down free stuff, you know. Yeah, especially some of these kids, man. They don't go, they don't get to, you know, go somewhere first class, you know, have everything paid for, eat the best yeah. dinners. Yeah, if, if I'm if I'm Cedric Baxter all the way in Florida, I'm gonna go to Miami. I'm gonna go to Florida. I'm gonna go to Florida State. I'm gonna, you know, go get all that free stuff, man. Why not? Yeah, so I'm not too, I'm not I haven't heard anything to kind of scare me off of him being a, a decommit or switch yet, but you know we'll we'll see what happens the rest of the rest of the year. But I still think we're good. With him. Yeah, you'd be a fool to think that everyone on paper now is going to be there when you know the ink is dry. It's yeah. just naturally you know you're going to lose some guys, you're going to pick up some guys. Um, so yeah, luckily we have you know Arch who was throwing dimes this weekend. Oh, on great. Twitter, yeah, he looked amazing. He kind of shut all those a three star with the last name get people up. But even though they're still gonna talk shit, but um, yeah, you know we're gonna keep guys. Luckily, Baxter was one of those guys who he had that commitment leak super early, you know, mm-hmm. when it wasn't supposed to. And then I thought after that, when his signing day was coming up, I'm like, there's no way he's gonna pick us. Like something is gonna happen. You know, these kids like you know being theatrical, but you know he stayed true and. Um, hopefully, you know, he's going to be that next one of the next great running backs in our uh, running back class. And speaking of that, did you see that picture of uh, all the running backs like on the sidelines? Yeah, like, uh, that was that picture was awesome. 
Yeah, you got a pretty loaded backfield, man. Like it's it's kind of embarrassing. It's embarrassment of riches right there, for sure. Like so, let's get into that. Let's get into our game. We'll talk about each of the guys. Um, so you know, University of Monroe came in and we did what we did. We did what we were supposed to do. You know, we won fifty-two to ten. Um, for me, the good was um, both zeros. Sanders and Overshawn just killed it on their side of the balls. And- <laughs> Sanders looks like a guy. Uh, he looks like he's going to be pretty much a safety blanket for Quinn. Him and I think him and Robinson probably will be. And then Overshone was just everywhere on the field. He's lined up at pass rusher, linebacker, making plays. He's, he looks faster this year. Um, then, you know, we had Brian Sorrell. Probably, maybe, maybe he's the pass rusher we've been looking for. You know, maybe he's, he's going to be the guy because he looked good coming off the edge. I know we have to temper expectations against University of Monroe, but you know if they weren't doing it against them, then they weren't going to do it against Bama. So you know it's a good thing they were doing it against them. So right. um, you know just Jalen Gilbo, man, that dude was he was flying all over the field making plays. He was our second highest rated guy on defense, but I think overall my good. I'm going to give it to the defense. Oh, you yeah. know, they almost kept him out of the, you know, the, the end zone all night long till that, you know, garbage time, fourth quarter touchdown. But, um, yeah, I, if you would have told me that this defense, after seeing last year's team, that we would hold anybody to, you know, not scoring a touchdown or come close to it, I would have been like, there's no way. But, yeah, yeah the whole defense, uh, you know, they looked a little lost at times. Like, it wasn't consistently – like dominating, you know, there was times where they let a, you know, a big catch happen or miss a tackle here or took a bad angle here. But I think overall, yeah, I, they, they, they were a lot better than I expected. Again, temper expectations is ULM. But like you said, you know, if they're not going to do it against them, they're definitely not going to do it against them. Yeah. You know, they did what they, like, they did what they had to do against ULM to make Bama to get us, a little excited to see what they can do against Bama. And then, you know, if they come, like, say, and then, but in the same way, you know, when we play Bama, like, we can't just, like, write them completely off because it, it is Bama. It is, like, and uh, I saw on Twitter today, you know, why are people thinking, oh, we're just going to get run over, like, blah, 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 like that. I'm like, it's not, I don't think we're going to get run over. It's just, we know what to expect from Bama. We necessarily don't know what to expect from our own team quite yet. We do have, like, I don't know if you didn't see the stat, but, like, we have, like, I want to say 90% underclassmen. Oh, it's, like, 57 sophomores and freshmen, right? Or something like that. Or 50, yeah. I think it's yeah, 57 it's like, sophomores on the, yeah, on the roster. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, you, you know Nick Saban needs no extra talking points throughout the week, period. Oh, yeah. And then you give him all the talking points with taking coaches, players, you know, um, Sark, all that, right? And I don't think it's personal or he's going to make – I mean, it might be personal, but I don't think he's going to go out of his way to um, make this like some kind of, you know, beat down. It's going to be a business trip for those guys as usual. Yeah. And I think the people that, you know, that are, aren't are too uh, high on Texas, I don't think anyone thinks we're going to go out there and get slaughtered by 50, right? Might happen, but I don't. That's not my thing. I think worst case scenario, it's like 
24, 31, something like that, right? Like where they kind of pull away at the end. The depth is just too much, you know. Um, they're, you know, two and three deep is better than most teams, you know, starters. So um, that, I think that's when – I, when I think of uh, having any kind of negative thoughts of which way this game's going to go, that's where I'm at. I'm at like the 24, the 31, oh. worst, not going to say worst case scenario. But, I mean, if they put it on us by 50, I wouldn't be surprised either. Yeah. I just think we have too much on offense. This team, they have great defensive players, but I don't think they're that same suffocating defense. They're not the de- Georgia defense of last year that is, you know, not you can't score on these guys. We have way too much talent offensively, which probably, yeah, we can get there. We'll talk about the offense when never. We yeah, so, yeah, um, kind of the defense, you know, defense looked good. Um I really like Watts on the boundary corner, man. He's tall. He can play the ball really well. Um, Jameson got a pick, kind of gifted a pick. He was, I, I don't, I can't, I can't get, you know, we don't have the all 22. And we don't have like the play call. So I don't know if Jameson was playing his zone behind him or was he playing, or was he supposed to be playing man? Cause if he was playing man. He got beat. If he's yeah. playing zone, he was where he should have been. And got the pick, you know, which is nice. Um, you know, we got a special teams score, which we, it has a, it's been a while since we got one of the, or we got one last year, but you know, it's nice to see that kind of come back around. Yeah, especially first drive of the game, because you right. know it was kind of uh, offensive drive was kind of deflating. That first one just wasn't, you know, what you wanted, and uh, to see, yeah, to see, the, you know, special teams go out there and do something right away, man, that was that was big. Yeah. And- uh, I saw like a screenshot, like Quinn's first throw where he threw it deep to Xavier. Um, he had ham. He had um, was it ham? Right, the eighty-five other tight end. Mm-hmm. He had oh, wide open uh, underneath. Hunter Helm. Helm. Helm, yeah. Helm. That's right. He had him wide open underneath. So easy. It would have been like a seven seven yard gain if he didn't take the deep shot. So you know he's gonna go back and watch film. And I I do like Quinn um, throwing a pick, a bad pick. And, you know, okay, we're going to have to leave some grubbing parents for this kid. He's a gunslinger. He's a young gunslinger that hasn't played in two years. Let this kid kind of go and play. Um, and, and he get, had Xavier Worthy on the under, like, the whole time. Like, he had him open. Yeah. It's just yeah. he waited. And, you know, one, I don't know why he scrambles on that play. There was protection was there. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, he was seeing ghosts maybe or feeling some kind of weird pressure. But he rolls out, makes the, the wrong throw, wrong time. But, um, yeah, like you said, he hasn't played football for two years. The first live bullets, right? Um, yeah, you got to kind of, uh, you know, you got to take the growing pains. Like our group message, our, you know, one of our friends kind of got onto us about, uh, you know, being overcritical and tempering expectations. Yeah, and, got onto y'all. I'm yeah. Part of y'all. There, there's a handful of y'all that need, just need, you know, y'all have been I'll, having Casey Thompson again. I just said he didn't impress me with any of his deep throws. Oh yeah, the deep yeah the deep throws didn't look great. Uh, he took like what three shots I think. Yeah. yeah. So for the, and the reason I but I was pretty quiet this weekend. I'm like I'm not gonna get into this. I'm trying to watch his game. So that wasn't me. Um, but it, the deep throws weren't there for me. Right. That that's what won you the competition. Your ability to hit the deep ball. I did not see that. And everything else is going to come with time, right? Making your reads, 
you know, knowing your check downs, you can see Sar get onto him about checking down and stuff like, you know, trusting Bijan and then, you know, opening up the playbook. I'm sure they were just very vanilla, you know, mm-hmm. play calls to speak. So I'm not jumping off the, uh, the, the Quinn Ewers bandwagon and I wasn't calling for a head. All I said was I wasn't very impressed with any of his deep balls. The uh, the pass that really got me excited was the fucking was a bullet pass to uh, Sanders over the middle. Yeah. On the seam, just like out, the guy had his hand outreach, just perfectly placed. He was running up there. Uh, it was just a great ball. And I was like, all right, well, that kid, not a lot of kids can make that throw at 18, 19 years old. So. Yeah. But you know, so like Quinn did go. He was 16 of 24 for 225, two touchdowns, and that one pick. Um, Robinson and Vajay had 10 carries for 71 yards. Cause he had 10 carries, 71 yards, and a touchdown. He also nope. made 10 people. He had 10 missed tackles, 10 forced missed tackles. That's ridiculous. And yeah. um, you know, you know, like so he averaged 7.1 yards per per uh, carry. I saw someone on uh, Twitter trying to talk about A&M's running back. And talking about how he's better than Biage is like, okay, he had 18 carries for 42 yards and a touchdown. Like, come on now. Like, that kid wasn't doing anything. Um, yeah, 18 carries. And two, then, um, yeah, then, you know, Roshan had five for 34 and a touch. Jonathan Brooks got in the end zone with a nice little run. He had six for 32. And then you had Sanders had six catches, 85 and a touch. Casey Kane had one catch, but made mo- the most of it uh, for 43. I think he's going to be he's going to be something special. I, I think I like him. Me too. He's, he's a big body, speedster kind of looking guy. Like, he's kind of we haven't had somebody that that looked like that big and kind of that fast. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like all receivers. You know, they they had some action. You know, Sanders, Kane, Robinson, Whittington, Worthy, Solster, Omer. Uh, Gunnar Helm and Savion Red all had reception, right? So and it's good to see that he's, you know, moving the ball around. Uh, I think we both expected, you know, Xavier Worthy to have more than two receptions. Um, but it, at least it's good to know that he's not dependent on throwing Xavier Worthy the ball no matter what, right? Like, yeah. that's his first first go-to target, you know. Sanders, man, like we've always heard uh, Sark said the number – Two most important position on the football team besides a quarterback is his tight end. I can't remember the last time our tight end was the leading receiver for our football team in a game. So it's trending that way. And I, you know, I think Worthy catches one of those deep balls and he doesn't get his feet tripped up in the end zone. Mm-hmm. I think that ball is probably catchable. Uh, it's like it's the third shot. And then the second shot, um, if Quinn throws it, more to the post or way or more to the inside. Somebody, he he has one safety came over. No, no. Um, the second one, sh- second shot in the end zone. Oh yeah. Yeah. He threw it behind. He kind of threw it behind him, but he threw him in front as an easy touch. But so I think just stuff to work at. It's, you know, we talk about, we talked like, and then, you know, we talk about the, the PP, the PFF grades where the, you know, Soril was Soril was pretty good. Like he like graded out the highest, and I think Kevin Banks graded out like at 87. That's great for a freshman. Mm-hmm. So, and then 
Um, for as a grade, as so for the bad for my team for me is the special it was the kicking game. I that's that's gonna be scary. Yeah, I think that's both of our our bad, right? And maybe even you know the the well, I mean yeah, the kicking specifically, but the the long snapping. You know, we have a you know a true freshman long snapper too. So you know you don't want to you know. Be up seven on Oklahoma and have to punt the ball away and you know kind of save off some momentum and you know snap it over his head or something for a touchdown. Like that's the kind of stuff that happens that scares me. So yeah. I think yeah we're both gonna say because I feel like special teams as a whole isn't fair because I, I look like you know the punt unit was you know pretty solid, but um yeah definitely you know place kicking field goals. Yeah, points. I don't I don't right. see. I don't see them having the same confidence Cameron Dicker did uh, when he kicked the game-winning field goal against uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, just, Cam, yeah, Cameron Dicker was the freshman that happened, man. He was like yeah. – he didn't become Cameron Dicker until Cameron Dicker, right, until yeah. Dicker the kicker happened. But he had like a sense of confidence. Like, you know, the thing I remember most about that kick is, you know, right before they kind of pan over to him on the sideline and he has a little wink, right? Like he knew I'm going to yeah. go out here and I'm going to nail this shit and I'm going to be a legend and I'm going to go get laid later, right? Um I don't see that with these kickers. So, no. um, yeah, yeah. Just hold your breath and hope one of these guys develops. And you know, it's where else is gonna be a long season. What I, what I did see was I know when uh, we went for the second field goal, um, and that we had the bad snap and the bad hold. Um, they brought a card back in to hold the rest of the game. So. Yeah, Card held all last year, and I think usually what he's QB two was yeah. always the the holder. So for at least for Jeff Banks, um, so yeah, that's kind of expected. But uh, it does give you a little bit like if you know it's a bad snap and the ball gets on the ground, at least he's athletic enough and you know been there enough to kind of pick the ball up and make a play or get rid of it or you know yeah. do something with it. Yeah. So. For for the for week one for UC, what was your what kind of grade would you give them out? Would you would you grade them out as? I'm gonna give the I'll give them an A. I know we talked about this and I was a little bit harder on it. They covered the spread on off you know, I give that more to the offense. Uh they covered the spread, which is all I really asked for. I said they would take the I took the over last week. And then the defense, an A as well. Um I they had Two sacks, right? Two or three sacks? Three. Three sacks and one pick. So yeah. we said we said they needed three sacks and two takeaways. But, you know, we had that punt block for a touchdown. So I'll I go ahead. I feel like a takeaway. Yeah. I'll give them an A, too. A solid A, you know. Um, I don't think either side of the ball did a good well enough to be an A-plus. But, um, again, they're kind of playing with a handicap because – it's ULM. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I got I like an A for them as well. Um, they, uh, like you said, they did what they were supposed to do. We got this. We got the uh, the spread win. Got the win. They looked good. So yeah, it's a, it's an A. But let's see what happens um, this week. You know, you know we have we have Bama coming up. This week, and they they just beat Utah State 55 to zero. Um, 
Bryce run Bryce Young started off his Heisman campaign off strong again. You know, he had 100 – he only threw for 195 yards. We had five touchdowns, another 100 yards rushing, another touchdown. Like, he's kind of doing it all this year. So, is this going to – it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun game next weekend, and it's we're we're gonna play probably one of the best Alabama teams that this been in a while, honestly. Yeah, they're definitely loaded, man. And Jameer Gibbs looked good too, man. Nine carries for you know ninety three yards. Um, Jalen Milrow, you know, a former Texas commit, didn't look too shabby either. Um, man, yeah, it's gonna be. I, I don't know what to expect yet. I'm just kind of going into it without drinking the Kool-Aid yet. Yeah. And we'll just kind of see what happens. Yeah. If, yeah, for sure, like, can't get too high after this game. And then, you know, if we, if somehow Shakizian wins this game, I'm going out and buying 50 million packs of orange Kool-Aid and making them right then. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just don't see what's going to, Bama just looks so good, and like you know, Nick Saban calling last year a rebuilding year when they lost in the national championship game. Like, that's like what the hell. <laughs> so yeah, it's oh, it's Nick Saban, man. It's, it's Nick Saban. Um, but I, a couple weeks ago, I went back and rewatched the A&M game last year, and I don't know if we're getting back to what we need to do, or have we got? Are we into that yet? That uh, yeah, place, what's, like, what's kind of our keys to, for the game? I, I, Haynes King, I think it was Haynes King, I think, right? He didn't. No, they didn't. Win. King. They had a no, it was, uh, ciabatta bread. No, calzones. Calzones. Cal, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, my bad, sorry. Uh, he didn't win in the game with his arm, but he didn't lose in the game with his arm. And yeah. they were able to run the ball solid all night long. Um, the tight ends were huge. They picked up first downs. We kept moving the chains for him all night long. And they were able to get off, the, get Alabama off the field on third and long. <laughs> it's funny when people talk about what do we need to do to win the game, and it's football is always the same thing, you know, tackle, catch, you know, it's the same thing over and over. But it's just you got to be able to convert, get off the field on third on third and long, and run the ball efficiently. Um, I'm confident we can run the ball efficiently with our, you know, with our back, with our. You know the running backs we have. The run, the, the run game looked good. The offensive yeah. line being able to get off and hit somebody looked good. Yeah, uh, and even if it's not running the ball from line scrimmage, just getting the ball in Bijan's hand, getting the ball in Roshan's hand, he's Keelan's hand. Even if it's these little, you know, uh, swing back. passes, essentially, yeah. you know, runs. I'm I am confident in. Detavian Sanders proved to me he's going to be an important part of this offense. He's going to be huge around the third down marker or the first down marker on third down. You check there. The one I'm not sold on yet is probably our, the worst part of our entire team last year was getting off the field on third and long because we were atrocious at that. We could not do that last year at all. I don't even know where we ranked on that in the country, but I'm pretty sure it's towards the bottom. So yeah. um, we haven't, it, you know, we got, we were able to hold ULM to, you know, one touchdown in four quarters, but Bam was going to be different, right? Like last year, I think we gave up like 6.6 yards of carry. I'm like, if you're third and, you know, six, just run the ball against us, right? Or, you know, pass the ball. Like the defense still has to prove to me that they're going to be able to step up 
and make big plays and get off the field. So. Yeah. So pretty much for me, like to win for this game, it has to be a perfect game. Both sides, all three phases, which is crazy to say that special teams will have a perfect game. You know, it'd be a perfect game from them was not having to punt at all. Um, no costly penalties. We can't get into Alabama's side of the field and get a false start or get anything dumb like that. Like, cause that just kind of, you know, it just takes away momentum. And then we can't miss opportunities. Defensive backs, so the ball is in your, hits your hands, you have to catch that. The ball goes on the ground, we have to get it. Like, we have, like, I don't want to say we have to have so much stuff to happen to help us. I don't want to say that we're so mismatched talent wise, because I don't think we are. We have young talent. They have experienced talent. There's a difference. There, that's the big difference right now is their experienced talent and they're good and it's good talent too. So it's going to be a good game for our guys to learn, uh, like learn how things are really done. Um, get some good experience to get some good players. Cause next year, I'm pretty sure next year we're headed to the sec and we'll be playing people like this and all over the time, all over the place. So, yeah. Um, I, uh, I, it's, I, if I was, I was surprised to see that we're seven and one and one all time against Alabama. Yeah. And, we know, shouldn't be, we shouldn't have, it should be eight. Eight, eight no one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that if Colt doesn't get hurt, you know, we win that ball game. And, we, if, and, if, yeah. and if Mac Brown doesn't try to pad Colt Heisman candidacy and not give, um, what's his name, uh, Garrett Gilbert any kind of you know garbage time play or you know third quarter play to kind of progress that, then I think it's a different ball game. But anyway, it, this Alabama has not dominated us, you know, forever. Um, uh, we, the, our one troops are there, except I think in the in the trenches. I think even the talent level we have on defensive on the defensive line is probably Alabama level where they just haven't played up to what they you know yeah. what they should play. I'm not saying Keandre Coburn is you know was a big Will Allen or anything like that, but he could go play at Alabama if you wanted to. Um, yeah, we just I think we're just gonna have to score a lot of points. I think it's going to have to be a shootout. We're yeah. not going to win a 20, you know, a 17 to, to, you know, 24 game. That's never, that's not going to happen here. This is going to be LSU, you know, Burrow versus Sam shootout. Yeah, I kind of, I, I kind of agree with that. Um, you know, it might even be like a, you know, Sam versus Kyler OU, OU game, you know. So, no, it's going to be, it's going to be like, it's going to be a hundred degrees. It's going to be back up in the nineties. It's going to be early kickoff. Alabama doesn't play a lot of early kickoff games. Um, you know, That's huge. Cause like a lot of these uh, games I was watching is, you know, all these guys in Florida and stuff, they're like throwing their guts up at night. Right. And I'm like Purdue on Thursday night, the kid, you know, returned to kickoff, pick six threw up, you know, yeah. guys cramped. And I'm like, I know Florida's humid, but, DKR in that turf is gonna be 110, you know, at, at noon. And, and they're, they're gonna be, in, and they'll be in the sun all game too. So hopefully that, you know, advantage Texas. I know they talk about that a lot in all these all-access things where, and you know, the player uh, media availability where Sark made him practice in the heat because at some point it was gonna be an advantage for Texas. So yeah, 
Yeah, sorry to cut you off. So, what um, what do you like when you come out of the game? What do you want? What do you want people saying about Texas? Like, what what should be the headlines? <sighs> that the defense is much improved. That it's you know trending in that good in that right direction. Right, I'm not saying it's it's like it's a Georgia last year level, but our defense is isn't blowing us leads. But I think the biggest thing is that Bijan is a Heisman candidate, right? Like he went out there, did his thing and Quinn Ewers kind of silenced the, the doubters of Quinn Ewers. And I don't know if that makes sense. Like go out there. Yeah. If you hit a big throw here and there, cool. But Bijan and Roshan are going to win us this game, right? You just need to hit these over throws, hit the guys that are open, check down, hit Sanders, right? Just kind of manage the game. Don't lose us the game. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think, yeah, I understand. Like, for me, really, it's like we don't look to outclass. We don't look, we yeah. look like, like, we looked outclass versus Arkansas last year. That looked bad. Yeah. I want people to think, like, all right, they're coming to the SEC next year. They can hang. They'll be ready to go. Okay. Um, if I can go back to my answer then with saying like that, that, our offense is the real deal. We're one of the best offenses in the country. The yeah. Sark is that guy. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think that that's kind of what we want is to see is that, um, you know, I hope yours or I have a couple questions about that at like the tower. So we'll get the, to that in a little bit. Um, so, yeah, like, you know, we're not going. We're not going into the Bama game with unlawfully expectations. Um, is there a chance that Texas can win this game? There's always a chance. Sure. Like you know, no one expect us to. Um, you know, expect us to beat Notre Dame. And granted, Notre Dame turned about to be crap that year, but you know, still we started a freshman, Shane Michelle. No one expect us to win that game. Um, you know. The, uh, the Georgia uh, bowl game. Yeah, no one get that. None of that. So we're 17 away from knocking off Burrow and one of the greatest national champions of all time. Yeah, you know, pretty and much it, one play away. Yeah, and their coach said if if Texas got the ball back, we were gonna lose that game. So you know, yeah. But so yeah, I think you know we're just going in. Hopefully, it's a great game. One, I know we'll be together watching it for the first time. Uh, first time in a lot while. I haven't been down to Vic in a while to watch a game, so that'll be fun. Get to hang out with the guys. Um, like I said, if if Texas pulls out the win, there will be a lot of stone cold and beers, seltzers, whiskey bottles. There'll be a lot going on, but um, you still got to make it to the UFC fights. So that's sure, because that's a. Oh yeah, we got. Yeah. last fight, and we want to know we want to watch that too. So. Oh yeah, for sure, man. It'll be a long day. Hopefully, we get a nap in, you know, get yeah. a little recharge, and yeah, it'll be fun. So. Um. Yeah, I'll save it for like uh, for like the tower. My question. So, we'll, we'll just jump over to our top five. So last week's top five was awful. Um, I we I got one right, got four wrong. You got two right and you got three wrong. So we didn't start off great. Well, and we also didn't didn't know it was that bad. So that was a, a beat down. Yeah. So this week's top five games. You got Tennessee at Pittsburgh. 
Tennessee's favored by six and a half. Yeah, six and a half right now. This is coming out Monday night. The, the line might switch um, before right, before the game. Um, so, you know, we might put out on Twitter. If, if line switches too much or an injury comes up in one of these games, you might go back on Twitter and redo ours. But uh, for right now, who do, you, who do you like out of this game? It's in Pittsburgh. Man, Pitt looked amazing last weekend. That place was also rowdy. Like, it, it surprised me how much those fans were into that game. Yeah. Uh, to me, Tennessee is a perennial fraud, right? Like, they always get to this hype. Um, they're like Notre Dame, man, except they don't make it to the playoff. They, they always get this hype, and they always end up, you know, losing really bad games or just, you know, pulling a Texas and losing, like, six games. Um, I want to say it's too early to – to call Tennessee a fraud, but I'm more impressed with what Pitt was able to do last week. So I'm going to take Pitt to cover. And see, that's the problem. Like Pitt's getting six and a half at home, and like that's a lot of that's a lot of points. But I, I'm taking Pitt as well. I don't believe in Tennessee. Where they're where they're real UT, they're just second best. So, um, so the next game we have is Houston at Tech. Um. Houston or Tech is favored by two and a half, but they did lose their quarterback. The quarterback's gonna be out for the next two games, so it's gonna be a brand new quarterback. Houston had a thriller with UTSA. That was another game we didn't talk about. That game was crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. UTSA, yeah. Yeah. UTSA uh, coming next weekend. Yeah. So we'll talk about them next episode, but um, yeah. So Tech and Houston's gonna be. I think they switch it up. Oh, well, Tech's favored by three now, but. They shouldn't be because they're about the or I don't know I don't know they're I guess their backup went 14 for 16 or 221 yards so they still look good um you know right now it was Murray State man like yeah yeah 14 yeah so my uh, stepson's girlfriend Randy she's uh goes to Houston she's uh, going to be an optometry school so I'm going to take Houston. Just for her. Okay. <laughs> and also because fuck tech. So. Yeah. yeah so. You'll um, take Houston in the part. Yeah. You'll Houston the points. Yeah. Um. See. Yeah. I just, yeah. I'm. I'm gonna take. It's in. Is that tech? What Texas a Texas a rowdy place to play, man. But yeah. Houston's not going to get the treatment Texas does or Oklahoma does going into that place, right? Like, it's just there's just levels of hatred, I think, and I don't think they hate, you know, Houston. So, uh, what, and what time is that game? It's a, uh, it's a uh, three o'clock, three o'clock game. Yeah, so we'll be able to put that on after hopefully gonna- our band win. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Tech. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Tech. I'm gonna take Tech wins wins at home. So okay, we have we have that different. Um, so the big kind of one of the bigger games is Baylor at BYU. Baylor will probably be there. It'll be a top ten. It'll be a top twenty five matchup. BYU is getting two and a half points. I'm gonna go out. I haven't seen any one of these teams play yet. Um. I want to say I, I want BYU to win. I don't. 
I'm not a conference homer. I don't care. I'm not SEC. I'm not SEC homer guy. Screw screw the other Big 12 teams. So I'm I'm gonna take BYU. I'm gonna take the points. Like I think they win by more than two and a half. Um. Yeah. I hate Baylor. I'm not a homer either. They won six nine ten against Albany. What time is this game? Like, uh, eleven thirty p.m. On the, yeah. Um. Yeah. I'll take BYU in the points. As well. Okay. And then, I didn't mean to pick a lot of Big Twelve games. Just there's not that. It's not that great yeah. of games this weekend, but the next one I have is kind of the old Big 12 matchup, Missouri at Kansas State. Um, Kansas State's getting eight and a half, and Kansas State's supposed to be the, uh, the you know, the winner of the Big 12 this year. You know, that's a lot of people's dark horse pick. So who do you who do you like for this one? Yeah, Kansas State, they looked good. They, their defense looked, I mean, as solid as you can. They gave up a goose egg. Uh I'm going to go ahead and take Kansas State here because I'm one of those people where I'm not uh, – I don't think they're the favorite to win the Big 12. I wouldn't call them like a – they're like the darling, right? Like I wouldn't be surprised if they're a very, very, very tough out. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, take K-State. Okay. How does – I just don't understand how – how do you do that? Sorry. I'm looking at Kansas State's box scores. Adrian Martinez, who Casey Thompson replaced in Nebraska, how does he come in and be the the guy, the guy that's going to take them to the Big 12 Championship when he goes 11 for 15, forget this, 53 yards. You threw, you threw 11 completed passes for 53 yards. That's impressive. Yeah, definitely. So <clears throat> um, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Missouri. Who you said? Who did you say? K State, right? Yeah, I'm gonna say K State. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna pick Missouri just because that just that's crazy. That's crazy to me. Um, so our last game we have um, is USC versus Stanford. USC uh, is nine and a half point favorites. This has always been a trap game for for uh, USC. Stanford's come out and played really well. I hate everybody that's on that USC team. You know, it's yep. it's pretty much the USC uh, Sooners instead of the USC Trojans, really. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Stanford in the points, giving the points. It's in Stanford. In, in Stanford. But yeah, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna, be ball, I'm gonna take the trees. Yeah, I hate uh, Lincoln Riley and his dry ass brisket too, but I think. I mean, it was Rice. You can't really say they looked impressive, but it looked like Caleb Williams isn't missing a beat. Uh, I'm going to take USC to cover. Um, One of the games that didn't make my top five, uh, but I just want to talk about it real quick, is the Appalachian State versus A&M. A&M was getting 17 points after a shitty offensive performance, really. I I know King hit two – Two deep balls, you know, two 60-plus touchdowns, you know. Can't take that away from them. Um, but really, like, the offense didn't look good outside of that. The defense looked good. I'll give them that. But App State has some players. Um, and they just, you know, what they did with North Carolina is going to be 
is uh is not gonna like there's no way App State should be getting or any should be getting 17 points in this game. But yeah, this is, I, I saw some Aggie Twitter saying like if uh if Sam Houston State and Louisiana Monroe played, they would have been a six point favorite or something like that against Louisiana Monroe, trying to kind of justify the lack of uh, performance I guess they put up. So um yeah. Um I uh so are we picking this one or are we just kinda of talking about it? Um I'm taking App State. I'm taking App State all day with the points. Yeah, there's seventeen and a half is just too much for that uh for that AM offense I saw. And they scored forty points in the fourth quarter, right? Us App State did. Yeah, that's yeah. just too much firepower for me to I think they stay off the they're you know just gonna be manhandled no way. Yeah. So yeah, we'll both take App State on that. Um. So yeah, let's that's it for our top five. Hopefully we do better this week. Uh, we'll keep record all year long and see who has the better record. Um. So we'll move into our life power questions. Oh, I I'll let you go first with yours. Mine are pretty simple. Uh, mine are. Uh, you know they're they're not sexy or anything. I, the spread went to twenty this week. Um, like the tower, you think Texas would at least cover the spread? At least covers the spread. Uh, yeah, I say we can cover the spread. Okay. Um, I don't have the. Let me see what the. Give me one sec. Okay, the second one, which I think this one is a pretty no-brainer. Uh, the over/under is 62. Are you taking the over or taking the under? Of what, 62? Yeah. I to to win the game, I have to say we have to take the over. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so I say I'll take the over for it. Okay. And. Uh, I got one more. Uh, like the tower, Texas will have at least two more takeaways on defense to kind of keep us in this ballgame. Yes, this week. They'll need it. They'll need to have two takeaways. Um, either, yeah. Um, so I say, yeah, I, I don't think we'll get them, but we'll need them to win. So for me... Um, X and Bijan will have 100 total yards each this game. So each one of them 100 yards. Yeah. I'm going to like the tower. I think they need to. And I think, um, just to kind of add to that, I think Roshan Johnson is going to have to have the game of his – he's going to have to have like a – I don't want to say a Kansas State game last like from last year, but it's going to have to be amazing, I think. I think they're going to, you know, put so much effort on not letting Bijan beat you that Roshan's going to have to ball out this week. Yeah. So, but I would like to tell her, I think X and B, I, we kind of talked about this last week or again, our group message. It, I don't, it's kind of a, it's, I don't want to sound stupid, but to me, it almost looked like Bijan really wasn't trying to, even though he had 10 broken tackles, he wasn't trying to turn it to that next level. And, you know, he was just kind of taking what the defense gave him. Going down, if you thought I could break an easy tackle, break an easy tackle, but it wasn't that Oklahoma effort level um, yeah. against ULM. Granted, you the, the most important thing by far well, against ULM was winning, one, but two, was getting out injury-free. 
And I think that goes along with it. I think Bijan will definitely, definitely, definitely have to get 100 points, 100 yards uh, this game. And I think X, I, I, I was a little disappointed by his numbers, but I think it's because they're just not going to open up the, the playbook to that dude yet. They're going to kind of, you know what I mean, yeah. save it for Bama. So, yeah, I'm going to like the tower. Boom. Long explanation. So, my next one is Ewers will hit three balls over 25 yards in the air this this week. Like, deep balls. And I like, they go for 25 yards, but 25 25-yard 25 air, air, air. That's going to be tough just against this Alabama secondary. Uh, the reason Arkansas looked so dominating last year was because they just confused Hudson Card with that cover three defense, and he had nothing for it. I think – I don't think this offense coaches are going to let Queen Ubers go out there unprepared and not be ready in case they do something similar to that. Um, but I have faith. And even though I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid, I'm kind of like leaning towards, hey, we're going to go out there and win this thing. So I'm going to like the tower because to win this game, he's going to have to have some big haymaking passes – touchdowns to kind of deflate the Alabama defense a little bit. So, yes, I'm going to like this Howard and say Quinn will have three deep balls. Go for over 25 yards in the air. So, I got – okay. I'm just scrolling through Twitter right now, seeing if there's anything we missed. Um, You know, we have college game day coming in. They're going to be here. They're going to be on the uh, LBJ Foundation lawn um, right across the street from the stadium. Um, I'm not sure where Fox – you know, Fox is going to set up at. That's so, I saw it earlier on Joe Cook's Twitter. Okay. Uh, you have to go pull up Joe Cook. Um. So, but, okay, so this one guy, um, I want to give him a shout-out. I don't know if he listens or not, but it's ZB at, at AZ Brooks underscore PT. You know, he's quote-tweeting somebody from Bama, or his Bama sidelines, talking about Will Anderson going up against Quinn Ewers. He says... I hope Rojo and Anderson meet in the hole just once. Anderson has the size, but I got Rojo. Who do you got winning that battle? It may not be him running him over, but Rojo has a six-spin move, too, or he can hurdle you. I know he's not going to hurdle that guy, but I'm taking my, my boy Rojo all day long. I So if Rojo and him, if he if he goes and uh, has to take – Take Will Anderson one on one and a quick set pass block. You, you think Rojo can stick him? Yep. All right. I, I, he had I, I more Rojo. So. He had more uh, yards after whatever touch last year than Bijan did. Yeah. 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 And he averaged more yards a carry. Yeah. I'm taking Roshan all day. That's my boy, man. I'll never pick him against, uh, pick anyone over him. I mean, give it 10 times, you know, I'm pretty sure Will Anderson will get his too. But I think there's going to be that one moment in the game where, you know, Roshan Johnson puts the country on notice of, you know, what he's been doing in Austin for a really long time for those who haven't been paying attention. Yeah. So Fox Fox is going to be hanging out on the East 23rd roundabout mm-hmm. over there with um, the Hook'em Hangout. Is it what Quinn... Richie Bush, Matt Leiner. Yeah, everybody that we meet. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, they, should yeah. Have, they should have Vince Young walk over there and go sit with those guys. 
before the game. Yeah, you think you think McConaughey is going to be the guest picker again? Uh, oh, I don't know. Um, I think he kind of has to be. He has um, to be there somewhere. He has to be on one of their moves. Yeah. Well, they had last they had the Undertaker show up right and talk last last time against LSU. Yeah. And I think Mark Henry, uh, his son goes to Westlake, so I'm sure he'll be around the area. Um, or is it he was Westlake or Lake Travis, one of them. But um, yeah, I mean, you gotta gotta you have to have. Uh, you gotta have the MOC, man. Yeah. Who else? Who else? Uh, I, I, I don't know who else could be it. I, I think it has to be him, really. Who's Alabama gonna get? Famous Alabama. Like, or I mean, like, who would Alabama have if they were able? Like, Alabama famous. Well, they wouldn't. Well, they wouldn't bring anybody from there for for Texas into Texas. No, no I'm for sure. just saying, like, if they did, like, who would they? Do? Like, probably. Well, we can't bring any fo- former football players because they're all all playing in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, probably some country singer, some singers that claim they're from Alabama. Like, they have a golfer. Um, who is it? He's uh he's friends with uh with homeboy um Jordan Spieth like he's one of Jordan oh, Spieth's buddies. Yeah, JT. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you see Spieth's pick that uh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was cool. That, that was, was good. good. Not serious pick. Texas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Like fifty. Yeah, fifty left. Yeah, fifty. Um, so. All right, man. I think. I don't, I don't have anything else left with this. You got anything else you want to say before we uh, get off and get ready for a week of work? Week of work? This will be the longest week ever, man. I don't think it'll be as long as Oklahoma week, but even with the holiday, it's going to be a long week. I think I'm going to be looking for – like last week, usually I save all my podcasts for Friday so I can you know mow and have a bunch of stuff to listen to. This week, there's no way. I'm going to be listening to everything as it comes out. Um, ready for the Longhorn Blitz. That's my one of my favorite podcasts to listen to, besides us, obviously. But um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's gonna be a long week. But yeah. hopefully, it's uh, what are you? So what are you gonna be uh, drinking this weekend? Uh, I don't. I I found these new seltzers. Lemonade uh, ones. Yeah, lemonade ones. They're like they're really good, and I just it's just so like it's just they just they're different from beer. Like, I just I can't chug I can't just sit there and drink beer as I used to, so. But I'll definitely have a bottle of whiskey for the night, the night fights, and just I you know you gotta pace yourself to get through the whole day. Yeah, I'm gonna go Michelob, good old Michelob. I had some flights and some China Bonds last week, and I was fine. Um, but I'm definitely gonna keep it super, super light. Um, yeah. And if we win, I might go get some a little heavier. Yeah, right. Yeah. Everything changes if we win. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If we lose, we might sit around, talk about it, watching football, and then, you know, we'll go all back to our places and, you know, recoup and meet up for the the fight. Who you got? uh, You going with Chim or are you going with Diaz? Man, it's Diaz's last fight. And I think Diaz would have been, he would have beat Edwards if he didn't even follow it up on him because he had him rocked. So, like, I don't know. I know that other guy is just kind of like the bully, man. He's yeah. Bully. So, but Diaz, Diaz don't care. 
I, and Diaz is a I know Chim is not a black belt right or um his jiu-jitsu isn't up there yet. He's like a brown belt or something. Uh, but Nate Diaz is a bona fide, you know, Gracie black belt. So, and this guy might try to pick him up for something and he, you know, actually falls into a guillotine. But I've watched all of Tim's professional fights and, uh, yeah, he has no problem picking you up, slamming you down where he wants you and just, you know, imposing his, his will on you. Um, I don't think he's – with Gilbert Burns, it kind, same thing. He was a great black belt. Um, he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu, but he didn't – he was very balanced in the fight. He took the fight to the ground when he needed to, but knew he wouldn't win that fight down there, you know, the whole thing. So he fought him on his feet when he had to. Striking, I don't think uh, Nate Diaz has the uh, the power to be able to knock him out striking. I think it's going to – for Nate to win – He's going to have to sneak something in there, right? Like some kind of, you know, guillotine or something. Um, but I just don't see it happening. I like Nate, but I'm going to go Tim dominating fashion. Yeah, well, uh, we'll see. But I, I just you can't I can't give up on – I can't – from what Nate's done and just stuff. I, I like Nate. He probably won't win, but he's at least make it entertaining. Yeah, oh, for sure. I will hope he slaps the shit out of even that Stockholm slap just to start the fight, right? Just to kind of, uh, you know, get everybody going, man. Like, yeah, but I know if Nate Diaz wins, what did he say against Connor? He's like, I'm not surprised, you know, mother. So I would not be surprised if he pulls through one more time. Yeah. Those guys just like to fight, man. And they're sneaky strikers. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I think that's what we got. I can't wait to see y'all when we get down there Friday night. Sure, and man, for sure. We'll, you know, we'll have a good time, and hopefully the boys pull one through for us. Yep, that's all we can ask for, man. Either way, it's going to be a fun time. All right, brother. Hook them, man.